0: Well, today on In Awe by Bruce, we're speaking with Cheryl Beverly of Chillicothe, Ohio. Cheryl runs a nonprofit that provides transitional rehabilitation and housing for women 15 years or older and their children. She offers critical help to reestablish a normal life for the women who have suffered from severe addiction. She also takes in a 1,000 or more food boxes each week from farmers to family, valued at around $60,000 or more, that are distributed to those in need in the Chillicothe community. No questions asked, and she even delivers. Cheryl, thanks for joining us today on In Our by Bruce.
1: Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. I'm out on the grill, some liver and onion for the menu today.
0: Well, I'm glad to have you here, and I just wanted to start off by asking you How this all started and how your relationship with God played a part in it.
1: Well, first off, I'm going to start off with the main reason why the drug epidemic is so important to me. Because me as a young lady growing up decided, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and drop out of school. And, you know, and I had my first child at 16 years old not realizing uh, my mother was going to be in a situation of uh, where she passed away early. So now here I am 16 and I've got one child and now I've got three children and my mother passes away. Mm. So now I find myself alone and trying to figure out how am I going to raise these children? Because at the time I wasn't thinking, I just thought, oh, I got my mom. And that's how we're going to do this, you know, because I was living with my mother at that time. Right. Well, she passes away, and then I end up um, in a situation of need. So instead of going to family and telling them, hey, I need help, this is what's wrong, I ended up started selling drugs myself. mm thinking that was going to be a way out and telling, I saw all their bling bling and you know, the money in their pocket. And I said, well, you know, let me try that. So I had $75 and I bought, I bought some crack cocaine and I started selling and that $75 went from 75 to 175 the 300 and then it went from 300 to 600 to now I'm finding myself deep into it to where it's 15,000 every other so now I'm deep to where I am purchasing it myself instead of just waiting for somebody to bring it here in Chillicothe so now I'm traveling and bringing all these drugs back to my county and it got to where it was just out of control so now i'm raising my kids off of drug money and food stamps because what comes behind drugs is you're buying everything couches tvs you name it you're buying it (laughs) so i found myself type of situation to where 1996 um, i did get raided my house got raided and i ended up going to jail that night And as my house was getting raided, my children ended up on the floor with guns to their heads. They did find crack cocaine in the house and money and other things. I got out of jail and I left Chillicothe and I ran to Florida. So while I was in Florida, yes, I tried it in Florida, tried to sell, things like that. So I came back after three years because my family said, look, they're looking for you. And they're coming to our house. You really need to to come back and turn yourself in. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I said, that's fine. They came down. They got me. They brung me back. And I did turn myself in. So I I went to Lima, Ohio for a year when I came Mm -hmm. back from Florida. While I was in Lima, Ohio for the first time at the age 33, picked up the Bible and read it. Mm So while I'm reading this Bible, I'm I'm thinking it's time for a change. But really in my mind it was almost like I was manipulating myself. If Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. To maybe think, oh, if they see me reading the Bible, I'll get out early. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. That happens. It happens, you know, that's real. Well, I ended up reading the Bible and feeling comfortable.
0: Mm.
1: I felt (laughs) Hmm, <laughs> that's a different change, you know, being really um, tensed all the time because growing up as a child, I, I was raised in a dysfunctional home. My mom was a Christian. My dad's an alcoholic. My dad's taking me to bars and my mom's taking me to church. I am a confused little yeah. girl here. Oh, boy, that does it. <laughs> so while i read the bible i you know i i was reading and now i'm understanding why they say adam and eve before i would always say why do they keep talking about sex <laughs> You yeah know, like, wow because that how confused my mind was you know so while i'm reading it i'm learning i'm learning that adam and eve is not just something that you say, Ooh, to Adam and Eve is something that you say, Whoa, to, you know? Mm -hmm. So after learning and reading and feeling at that time, I didn't know what that feeling was, but now today I know and having that feeling of the spirit and God talking to me now Mm -hmm. more than God talking to me, me finally listening. He was always talking to me. I just wouldn't listen. You know, I thought, Oh, wow. I do want this change. I do want that. (laughs) I do like that. Not knowing that when I was saying that, that just opened up the door Mm -hmm. for God to step in and say, okay, yeah, it's time for a change. Mm. Well, when I did my year and I got out, I tried to sell drugs again, but it only lasted for like three months. Yeah, what changed? I'm paranoid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm paranoid, and I'm like, I don't know why I feel like this is bad. And then it dawned on me, oh, no, it is bad. I better walk away before something really bad happens.
0: Right. What what, what happened to you then? Where'd you go?
1: Well, as I said that, I went to a party, and when I went to this party— they tried to raid my house again because Ooh. somebody had told that I was back on board.
0: Okay, so they they, they had, had you under again. their while I'm lights. on
1: parole now. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> well, because I wasn't there, there wasn't anything in the house and they didn't get anything. So the more and more I kept trying, it was like, I don't know how come I got all this dope but I can't get rid of it. <laughs> uh-huh. It was like it was just like so hard. Well it was because of the change that has mm-hmm. happened. So so finally I just said, you know, I'm tired, I'm done. I got my kids. And so I finally just put my kids in the car and I left everything in the house. And I went to, to remind you now, I had three drug houses.
0: Wow.
1: I had three of them at the same time, one in drugs out of three homes. And so I finally said, I'm done. I got my kids. So I went to my brother's house. He opens the door, and he says, are you done? Because my family knew, but my family said, look, we're done. We're we're done with this. You either straightened up, and I had my niece look at me and tell me, she said, if you was any kind of mother, you oh. wouldn't be doing what you're doing. <laughs> and that Ouch. settled, yes, that settled in, like, well, how dare her say that
0: mm-hmm. to me? Yeah
1: you know, risking my life, you know, doing this to make sure my kids. But then at the same time, I said, oh, my gosh, I'm not only risking my life, but I'm risking my children's life, my family's life. You know, a lot of there's a lot of stuff here, Cheryl. Come on. So my brother said, are you done now? And I said, yes. And at that time, he opened up the screen door and he said, then come on in. <clears throat> so he put me up in his his master bedroom mm-hmm. and me and my children and put up other beds for us. Um, at that time, I only had three of my kids, custody of three. I have five total, two, mm-hmm. four boys, one girl, and I only had custody of the three youngest ones together. I go to church, start going to church once I detoxed. I never used drugs, but I did drink, I did smoke cigarettes, and mm-hmm. by selling a lot of Here's where the mistake of a lot of people saying, oh, I, I, I don't know why I don't detox because I didn't use drugs. I sold drugs. You're detoxing from this from the sin. You're detoxing from all hmm. that. Yeah, and, you're around and, it. And, yes, oh, you're detoxing from all that bad and sinful and all that toxic that is in you. So you're detoxing from being a sinner you're not actually a Christian until you you hang everything, you let everything go, and you allow God to use you in my way of seeing because mm-hmm. you can't have that, okay, I'm going to do this Monday, but I'll make sure Sunday or Wednesday I'll go to Bible study and, and, and ask for forgiveness. <clears throat> you have to be able to walk it and be able to, take those
0: yeah that's part of the seeing the change
1: and walk away yeah cause what come behind it was oh sure she's doing right oh sure she's going to church she's only using the church for this and for that right you know she's still selling you know she's still selling drugs oh you know and now that you've changed and you're going to these places that you're looking for them to see you and help you and they're shutting a the door in your face they're looking at you like what you was and not the change in you because they're only seeing the outer
0: yeah part of you
1: so you know yes I'm I, I'm not that same Cheryl before Mm-hmm. so I had to go through why are you here why are you over here you know and when I tried to explain that's not me anymore <laughs> well no it didn't happen. So, so I went back and applied for a lot of things, jobs, and I got, I did, did get a job. And then when I finally got my first paycheck, I Ooh, had yeah, hours, well, and my paycheck yeah. one hundred and eighty-seven dollars. Now this is a, this is a battle, you know. Yeah. And and not only that that, but I go to church, and I only had twenty dollars on me. hmm And. That day, the pastor was not there, but it was Pastors' Week, mm-hmm. and so they were taking up an offering for Pastors' Week, and it was twenty dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right and number. I,
1: I got his twenty. I did take the twenty up there, and I did put it in the offering for you know mm-hmm. Pastors' Appreciation. You know, I did that, and then it was like a couple days later, I get this letter in the mail. And I had been trying to apply for housing for years, and they would not give me housing because they knew, you know. Yeah. And I, this letter was in the mail, and it said, "You have been picked. Um, you're on the list for housing." Jeez. I thought no way. So I went to the appointment, and I got it. I I got housing. And so I said, "This is this is wow." So <laughs> then it was just like I'm still working, and a week later. I get three checks in the mail. Three checks For, where, from where back from? in from back in 1994. I think that's what it said. There was three checks of child support. Oh, right from the from the three youngest children, and one of them was like a thousand dollars. Whoa, almost a thousand, fa- right? Yeah, you know, and I thought. Uh, Whoa, so now I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. <laughs> what's going <laughs> on? I'm nervous because what do I do with this money?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, do I um uh, now the now the adversary is tapping, you know? <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> you know what we could do with that.
0: So what did you do with the money?
1: I told my brother, thank you. I thanked him a lot. Mm -hmm. I did find housing. I did pay the deposit down. The housing helped with the rent. I bought my kids some shoes. They needed some shoes. Bought things for the house. Um, My sister went to my sister's house and she went with me and we moved stuff into the house that we're moving into. I -hmm. got the cable turned on. We got I got the utilities turned on. I continue to keep working. I continue to keep doing, going to church. I went to church. I said I'm ready to be baptized. I thought my sister was going to pass out. <laughs> I got baptized. Wow. And I kept going. I keep going. I keep trusting in the Lord. God has just been so awesome. And I'm, I'm saying, wow. You know, is this what it's like? And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm now I'm going up front without being embarrassed. I'm getting prayed for. I'm, I'm on the floor praying. Yeah. I'm everything i can out of my heart to let god know how sorry i am and you know now that he has showed me you know the things that i was doing wasn't right and this is what he can do to help me and and i'm asking him please you know now i'm learning the bible now i'm learning how to just open the bible up and go to luke open the bible up and go to mark open the bible up and go to psalms i'm Mm -hmm. learning this now before i had to look on the page to find out how do i get over there i don't know where that's at what is that word you know well, what does that mean? Now I'm learning. And I'm learning, you know, that he has been with me all this time. He never left me. I'm the one who left. He mm-hmm. never left me. He, he's always been with me from the time my father had me in those bars, from the yeah. time my father. At night while he's inside the bar and Mm -hmm. all those people, men, women are looking at me and and I'm watching um, people get stabbed and I'm watching uh, women get raped and I'm watching all of that. I didn't go back from the time I started selling drugs and from the time that I started doing things. I went back from the time things I was involved in, from the time my dad's friend was touching me, doing things to me. I went Mm -hmm. all the way back there to say you have been with me all this time because even though his friend was doing things to me he didn't do a lot
0: yeah yeah
1: done to me mm-hmm. that's when god pulled all of the whole family away from them when things started happening and then i said you know you've been with me from the time you know that i didn't even realize that i was even in a situation that didn't happen until i left the scene so you know, I started thinking like, wow, this is what it says here, but that is just what happened to me. So mm-hmm. he was showing me. I thought, wow, you know, I I, I can't let go. I got to keep going. So I'm I'm going and I'm and I'm working and I'm I'm still doing and I'm you know I'm still going to to practice and going to school and doing what they should be doing. And come to find out, they had became. Um, Addicts to the narcotics. Hmm. So now I've got two children. The ages of 14 and 15. That are using Percocet 30s. When I found out. That's what they were using. Yeah. But it started off. With drinking. Xanaxes, Then Percocets. After I find out. I'm in denial of it. I know, but I'm in the now. Well, no, not my kids. They they grew up in the, they know better. Well, one day I get a phone call, I'm at work, and my son is walking on the highway and an officer happened to see him. And the officer pulled over and he was able to talk with him. But as he's talking with him, my son is still saying, because he's he had then took a ladder of perks and Xanaxes and, you know, mm-hmm. he was done. He he just didn't take no more. So he decides he's just going to jump this bridge, which is on 35 West yeah. on, in Chillicothe So I'm at IHOP because that's where I'm working at. I worked overnight at IHOP. It's just so many feet away from that highway. Yeah. and. And at that time we had a security officer in there because we needed the security officer because it was a weekend um things did happen you know fights and whatnot the security officer he goes running out at that time i'm with another server and we both look at each other and i said go book them demo whatever is going on go get them and <laughs> we're watching you know we could see we could see the the fire department, you know, the squad, the police, yeah. you know, we see it all. And, and we're standing there watching. your kid. <laughs> and at this time I did not know that was my son until I got the call maybe an hour later telling me that they had my son in custody. While speaking with the officer, he said he was he doesn't even go that way. He just happened to be going that way. And as he saw Dante he got out. He's talking to Dante, but Dante still jumped. Even though Dante jumped, he Ooh. was able to grab his jacket and pull him back. Oh, no kidding. Help. Yeah. At the same time, Dante is trying to fight, not knowing what's wrong with Dante. They didn't know he was under the influence of drugs, but they knew, but they didn't, you know, you can't right. diagnose somebody until you know. Well, then they found out, yes, that Dante was under the influence of narcotics god has saved my children and continue and still saving my children is that dante has an mb i think it's mb yeah
0: he's got his mba
1: maybe mvp i think that's what it is oh and it's a heart condition where he has that extra beat yes And how we found out is him playing football and he tore his ACL when he went in for surgery. They had to keep him overnight for cardiac. So that's how we found out about Dante. Well, a lot of people don't understand that. That much power going into him, plus him being under God, protecting that part. Because the adversary didn't want him to be alive. That's why he was trying to send him over the bridge. Yeah. The Lord, the angels was a surrounding my child even though I was there but I couldn't even there was no way I could have saved him because I didn't know I need you to stay where you're at I got you So
0: hmm.
1: you know, I have you <laughs> when you said to me okay I, I like this I like this feeling mm-hmm No, this is the feeling I want you to continue to have. So in order for you to continue to have this feeling, I've Mm -hmm. got you. So he's, so my son was saved that night and, um, and, and we got him and now, now I know this is going on with this child at the same time, we're, we're trying to get him. Okay. Get him well. So I'm getting him clean and sober and, you know, he, they're still in school. They're still, they're, they're still in school and. Yeah. And and now, New Year's Eve, I get this call. I'm talking with two people, Christian people. You know, we're talking about the Word of God, and we're just having a wonderful time at the table. I forgot all about my other tables. And so I get a call, and my two oldest kids said, we need you to get home. And I said, well, what is wrong? I told them I had to leave. I had to get home. It's an emergency. So I went home, and um, my baby son I got pulled over, and he was caught with the over the bulk amount of of narcotics. Oh boy. So, yes, so he's selling for his habit at the same time. Mhm. So we get them well. They stay in school. They graduate from school. You know, and it's still a struggle. They graduate. 2007. I, you know, I told the Lord. I said, you know, I'm I'm having a real hard time here. You know, and I'm talking to him like this. I'm having a real hard time here, guy. Yeah. Um, I, need some, I need some help here. To where finally, now I'm in the shower. I can't take no more. I don't have doors on my bedroom doors. I took the doors off. I took the door off the bathroom. You're no, you no longer have any privacy. Because <laughs> now I'm. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. So all that happened. And I'm in the shower. I just told the Lord. I said, I need some help. But don't kill him. I'll do whatever you want, mm. and and I constantly said it, <laughs> and he said okay. <laughs> Here
0: you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> Here's your answer.
1: Yes.
0: And that's what so, led to what your house, uh, the the house of hope that you have, right?
1: Yes, yes. Because I finally calmed down to talk to my children. I talked to them in a way I had to come to their level and talk with them. So yeah. when I did, he said, It's in the schools, it's in it bad. Yeah. So now I'm like, Oh my gosh. He said, They said it wasn't nothing to bust up a perk on the desk and snort it. It wasn't nothing. You know, teachers didn't know, they didn't pay attention, things like that. Well, I said, Oh my Lord, you know, what am I going to do? So that's what I asked the Lord. And that's, that's how I, I had a conversation with him. I started walking the streets. I was doing everything I can. And I started helping with the missing women.
0: Mm-hmm. Helping now, find these women and, now, maybe and uh, most people may not quite realize all with that, Cheryl. Could you give just a quick little summation of it?
1: Yes. One of my sons was hanging out with one of the missing women and, and, and using using drugs mm-hmm. with he was questioned about what he knew. Yes. Well, at the same time, when all this happened, my son's in prison now. Hmm. So, so they 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 did end up going to prison. My kids did behind these drugs. Okay. Well, yes. He's being questioned about it, and he says, you know, all, all we done. All I did was, you know, we just used drugs together, but that that's all I, I can tell you. Missing women, a lot of the drugs, a lot of the new drug, which is fentanyl, came into town. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, you know, that was being used. I cannot really say what happened to these missing women other than they few of them were found in the river. Yeah. How they ended up there, why they ended up there. I can't say. I just know it happened.
0: Right. And and there I was know. a group that did a whole documentary on it because that's, you know, I was aware of it from the newspaper here in Columbus, Ohio, but I also right. watched a documentary that went over the mysterious missing women and how it was all connected to the drug trade and everything.
1: Yes. And prostituting, prostitution yes. and, and things. So the moms come to me and they, you know, ask for help. So... I took upon and I said, yes, you know, I'll, you know, I'll help as much as I can. But when you do help like that, um, a lot of people have a tendency of getting jealous of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you came to me for help, but now you're mad at me. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, you know, a lot of people are like, whoa, I didn't believe you were really walking a straight line. We thought you were sitting low, you know, so, so I had a part from them and I did have a few parts in, in the, the uh, documentaries that they did. Right. They did interview me while I took a person to detox mm-hmm. in um, Circleville, so at Burger Hospital. Mm-hmm. So now that you know, you know, I did go through that, and and but I continued on. Yeah. So I started getting a lot of other ladies coming to me saying, you know, if we just had a, if I just had a place to stay,
0: mm.
1: I wouldn't continue on using. So I said, okay hmm, what do you want me to do now, Lord? (laughs) Well, at that time, I spoke with Ted Williams, the golden voice from Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. And so he came down, he did a little documentary with me, and he did an event for me. And then he spoke with me about how to help. So I did, I ended up opening housing for these ladies, and I started housing ladies, you know, from all around the counties. And now I'm getting not only housing ladies, but I'm getting that are really blowing my mind, you Mm. know, because I'm getting stories from young ladies that are 19 years old saying, I've been using since I was 10, or I've been using since I was 13, when my mom and dad sat me down and shot me up. And I said, whoa, you know, so now I'm getting these stories. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, Lord, I asked you to help me, and I would do whatever you want. I didn't know, <laughs> <laughs> so my journey has still you know yeah. walking with the lord in mm. in all kinds of ways and wow. you know i i mean it's it's walking and he's he's the most important about the Lord is he allows me to recognize Mm-hmm. And that is so important. You have to recognize that familiar spirit because if not, that spirit can actually come in and destroy you.
0: Yeah. Hey, Cheryl, so just real quick, uh, since we're hitting the end of our time, uh huh. was curious. I want to make sure people know where they can find you. We'll put your Facebook website up. Um, but where can they find you? And how could they help? If anybody's listening to this that uh, is around there or anything, what, what would be helpful?
1: What would be helpful is you can go to Cheryl's House of Hope on Facebook. We do have a website as well, and it's Where Was I? And it's dot org. It's also on Cheryl's House of Hope. That website is on Cheryl's House of Hope that you can go to, and it will take you and guide you there as well we do have a lot of fundraising that we do for the food pantry it's just so much that you know this is something that has to really be sat down and talked about yeah (laughs) we do because i don't go and grab this but this is actually stuff that actually comes to me i get well can you help me with this can you help me with that to where now it has opened up the doors to where now we're doing this and that or call, which is 740-703-9615. That's my number, main number, and I will answer. Um, you can leave an email, B at yahoo.com. That is C, my last name, Beverly, and then the letter B at mm-hmm. yahoo.com. So good.
0: And you also just real quick, maybe a little thing you want to say about the food supplying that you do.
1: We get uh, farmers to families on every Wednesday of the month. For right now, uh, we we get thirteen hundred boxes, which is sixty thousand dollars worth of food. We pass it out to the community, and we get it. The truck unloads at. 8:30 30 a.m we start at 10 a.m and we're done at 12 30 p.m so it's a well needed right now and due to the the pandemic yeah. um, this food is well well needed uh, we get people who come we get families who come and and you know say that they only had a little bit left until they saw us our post that said hey come and get some free food so that gives them three meals that they can have. And a lot of times, you know, if they have a family of seven, you know, we'll give them a couple boxes. So that way it won't last.
0: Oh boy. That's great. Okay. Well, you know, Cheryl, that's amazing your story and how God has worked through your life to kind of build you to this. And just want to say thank you for You're welcome. Taking it and just saying, okay, God, what do you want to do? Now, of course, that scares a lot of us to say that, like it probably did you at the beginning. But, you know, praise God. Look at the great things that are happening with this. So, you know, thank you for taking the time and, you know, sharing all this with us.
1: Well, thank you. You have a good
0: day. We'll talk to you later, and God bless.
1: God bless you. (laughs)